how are you today? How's it going? Are you armed and ready for battle? You know from a previous episode that I'm a girl who likes to eat. I like most meals to consist of a meat and sides. There should always be meat. I really enjoy a good steak every now and then, marinated and grilled to perfection. Even better if someone cooks it for me. Imagine sitting down to the table of a nice restaurant, ordering their most indulgent steak, having it served, ready to dig in, and then looking to see the utensils that have been supplied to not be adequate. Instead of a nice fork and steak knife, the wait staff supplied a plastic fork and a plastic butter knife. How frustrating! Certainly not the right tool for the job. I might not always be the sharpest tool in the shed, but I know that I cannot cut a steak with a plastic knife. I cannot attack that steak with that flimsy weapon. Absurd. No self-respecting person would eat steak with a plastic knife and fork. Let's think about a sword fight. No self-respecting swordsman would show up to a sword fight with a butter knife. No self-respecting, better yet, God-respecting believer should show up to a spiritual fight without their sword. The tool needed to fight well, the right tool to attack. Let's read today's scripture. It's Ephesians 6, 10 through 18. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor of God, so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you have done everything to stand, stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all of this, Take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, and pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the saints. Let's look specifically at verse 17. It says, Take the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. You know, in my opinion, there is a strategic reason why the sword of the Spirit comes right after the helmet. When Satan gets so close to us that he can whisper in our ears the lies that aim to debunk our salvation and our identity in Christ, the sword is available for the close contact combat the situation calls for. We can stab those lies right in their core with the sword of the Spirit, the Word, the truth, my offensive weapon, The scriptures can be used to push the enemy back to where he came from, wound his efforts to tear me down, and clearly communicate to him that he has no place near me. He is an intruder, and I will defend myself at all cost. I can then advance against him, claiming victory through the spoken word, God's very own breath on a page. It's living and active, the sharpest weapon I can find. Not only scripture, but even just saying the name of Jesus, God in the flesh, we push the enemy back. That's cause to say hallelujah. It's the only offensive weapon, but how do I use it? 
I cannot walk around with it staying in the spiritual sheath. That does no good. I must take it out and use it. So how do I do that? To be real with you, the scripture's usefulness in your life is equally proportioned to the time you invest in the study of it. How did Jesus defeat Satan during his time of fasting and consequential tempting in the desert? From Matthew 4, Mark 1, and Luke 4, we see that Jesus defeated Satan through speaking the word. How did he know the word? Looking past the fact that he was the word made flesh, I have no doubt that he spent time in his humanity studying the scriptures. He knew what they said. He invested time and dedication in preparation for what God had called him to do here on earth. He knew exactly what specific word needed to be spoken out loud to push back Satan. Satan is not omniscient. He cannot know our thoughts as God does. We must speak the word out loud and push him back. Every word of scripture spoken to Satan is like another swing of a sword in his face. The conflict comes when he knows more scripture than we do. That's why that daily Bible intake and prayer time is so important. If you are going to swing the sword of the Spirit, you better have a stronger knowledge of it and more practice with it than the enemy does. What we have going for us is that Satan is not the evil equivalent to God or to God's character. No one or no thing is equivalent to God. And we know from scripture that greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Satan has nothing on God or his word or even you and I for that matter when his spirit is living inside us. My friend, that is some very, very good news. Take some time this week to pause and think about how the enemy tempts you to sin. Then for every temptation you are susceptible to, write down a verse of scripture that you can use to drive back Satan and his advances. Memorize those scriptures, write them on sticky notes or cards, and put them where you will see them when the temptation usually occurs. We already know that Satan is not very creative. He will do the same thing at the same time at the same place if you do not have your eyes wide open to what he is doing. Are you tempted to say negative things about yourself when you're getting ready in the mornings? Put Psalm 139, 14, which says, I praise you because I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. Put that on a sticky note and place it on your bathroom mirror. Are you tempted to lose your temper at work? Put Ephesians 4, 2 on a sticky note and put it on your computer or desk. Ephesians 4, 2 says, be completely humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing with one another in love. If I am tempted to feel false guilt over my past sins that have already been forgiven, I'm going to put Psalm 103.12 on my phone as a reminder. Psalm 103.12 says, As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. You see the idea? This is why the sword is connected to the helmet. A thought must be dealt with and dealt with with truth. Memorizing these scriptures are so important. Allow God's Holy Spirit who is in you to be greater than he who is in the world. Now that's real stuff. Let me give you an example from my own experience. Several years ago, I was struggling with how I was interacting and communicating with my daughter during a particular stage of her development. 
I cannot remember her exact age or what behaviors were happening. I just remember that my part in the struggle was getting old. Basic insanity. I was reacting the same way, usually yelling, frustration, sarcastic comments. Hard to imagine, I know. But I was reacting like that every time, expecting a different outcome. Day in and day out, I reacted the same, and the same outcome occurred. She and I were both mad, isolating from each other, with no progress being made. Per the prompting of the Holy Spirit, I realized that this was a situation that I could use scripture to help with. Satan was getting the upper hand in my home, and enough was enough. So I did just what I am suggesting to you. I found a scripture that I could speak out loud over that situation. The verse I settled on was Proverbs 15, verse 1. It says, A gentle answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. I wrote this directly on my bathroom mirror, so that whenever I walked into my bathroom, or looked in the mirror, or washed my hands, or brushed my teeth, I saw it. I would read that truth out loud, and then I would begin to change the course of my interactions with my daughter before they went south. What a world of a difference the Word made in our relationship. It even became a teaching moment for my daughter. When she would come to my bathroom and see this verse on the mirror, she asked what it said and why it was up there. I told her the reason. Hopefully this made an impression with her that I am not perfect, I need God's help to get through life, and scripture is a real way to activate that help God offers. In the months to come, after I had erased the verse from the mirror, it was in my heart still changing my interactions from the inside out. That mirror is now a place for her and I to exchange messages of love and thankfulness to each other. This story is to encourage you. Don't go through your spiritual life thinking the Bible is nothing more than a butter knife. See it as what it is, a deadly sword that can cut to the core of Satan's schemes and to the truth of any matter. Let's pray. Dear God, I thank you for your word. I thank you for the depth of knowledge and wisdom and understanding that we can get from it. Dear God, that it is a never-ending well of who you are. And I pray for my sister, my brother that's listening today. God, I pray you'd give them a hunger and a thirst for your word. I pray that they would carve out time in their daily schedules to spend reading your word and soaking it in. And then, God, I pray that they would use it as a weapon against what Satan wants to do wants to tear down in their lives. God, your word is living and active, and it is sharper than any two-edged sword, cutting to bone and marrow. God, you've given it to us to use in our fight, and I pray that we would use it. We would use it with honor. We would use it consistently, and we would see that it makes all the difference. pray this in Jesus' name. Friend, I hope that this discussion has been encouraging to you today. If so, please share it with a friend, subscribe to this podcast, and leave us a review if you have some time. I will meet you back here next week to discuss the last and sometimes overlooked piece of armor. I can't wait to see what God has in store. I hope you have a great day. This is Carmen. Go be real. 
the world needs to see it.